Welcome to Big Dave's Racing Podcast, sponsored by, well, we don't have a sponsor yet, but we'll have one soon. Till then, buckle up and get ready for the ride. All right, folks, welcome back to another broadcast of the Big Dave's Racing Podcast show. I need you just to buckle up and get ready for the ride. Hey, it's Big Dave here this week. Um, We're on like week eight of furlough or seven or I don't know when. But anyway, this is going to be all Big Dave talk. Uh, Well, most of it, uh, everything is going to be unedited. It's raw. So if you hear me cuss, if you hear sound in the background, that's my dishwasher going. Uh, Yeah, I'm sitting here going to record this show. And hopefully y'all gives uh, get some enjoyment out of it and stuff. We do have some news, so uh, let's just uh, kind of start off at the top here. So NASCAR has announced, and I don't know if I read this last week or not. Let me take a look here. Um, let's see here. Maybe it's on my phone. Eh, I won't look at my phone. Uh, let's see here. NASCAR revised schedule. Alright, let's look here. They announced it on April the 30th, so last week. Um, they will return. The first race will be at Darlington Raceway. Uh, and these are no fan events. All these, uh, these next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's going to be seven races in a span of ten days. And talk about some fun that's going to happen here. Um, so they open up on Sunday, May 17th. The Cup Series will be at Darlington Raceway. Uh, 400-lapper race, a uh, 400-mile race. Uh, and then at the truck, uh, at the track too tough to be tamed uh, the lady in black uh it'll be on fox and it'll have a start of 3 30 p.m i don't know if that's technically green flag or or what but yes cup will finally be back in action on sunday uh, may 17th so a week from this coming sunday they will be uh finally back in action um and then Tuesday, May the 19th, uh, the Xfinity Series is going to run a Darlington race, a 200-mile Darlington race. It'll be on Fox Sports 1, and it will be at 8 o'clock at night. Uh, Wednesday, May 20th, the Cup Series will be back in Darlington. They're going to run a 500-kilometer race, uh, and I think it's like 301 miles or something. It'll be on FS1, and it's going to be at 7.30 p.m. that night. Uh let's see here sunday may 24th cup series will run at charlotte they're going to run the coke 600 uh on the intended day uh memorial day weekend on fox at 6 p.m uh and then monday may 25th the xfinity series will run the charlotte race uh 300 miler on fox sports one and it will be a night race 7 30 p.m uh tuesday may 26th the gander mountain truck series uh, we'll race at Charlotte, a 200-mile event, uh, Fox Sports 1, and it'll be at 8 p.m. And then Wednesday, May 27th, the Cup Series will be at Charlotte. Uh, again, for a 500-kilometer race on FS1, and I think it's about 300 miles 
uh, and it's going to be at 8 p.m. that night. So uh, one thing I'm glad about with this schedule is these Tuesday, these weekday races, they will be run at night, so all of us fans can uh, get the chance. The fans are, are at least uh, working. Uh, they'll get a chance to watch these races uh, at night when they get home from work and stuff, so I think that's pretty cool. Um, now, with all these races on this schedule, uh, from my understand. I still haven't gotten clarification on the whole live pit stop deal or anything like that. I'm pretty sure they're going to do live pit stops because they were talking about uh, having the pit road officiating system in place and stuff like that. So I would almost say that because NASCAR was saying, oh, we got to have the minimal amount of people and stuff. And there was rumors out there that they weren't going to do live pit stops and blah, blah, blah. But... Uh, and I don't think it's been 100% confirmed yet, but I would have to say that if they're going to have the pit road officiating system uh, in place, uh, then I don't see why they can't have five pit crew guys, you know, to come pit the car. Because, you know, if, you don't, if you're not pitting the car during the race, that, that's, that does kind of take away from some of the strategy and stuff like that. It could be good either way, but I kind of hope the pit crews myself are going to be there uh but anyway, um, I've been trying to get to this point, but I keep on blabbering on. But all these races, except for the Coca-Cola 600 uh, on Sunday, May 24th, all those races will be, uh, there will be no practice and no qualifying. Uh, any of these races it is going to be run what you brung 100%. Uh, they will go through tech like normal pre-race tech like normal um and do all their safety checks and their pre-race tech stuff and they'll, they'll uh i think they're not going to line them up by uh, a pill draw or anything like that i think they're going to line them up by the rule book which is by owner's points um each one of these races so uh as most of y'all know i'm a chase elliott fan he's third in owner points so as far as I know, uh, that first race at Darlington, he'll be starting third. Um, and I forget who's uh, who's leading the points. Uh, who was that leading the points? Crap, I can't even think of who it is. Anyway, he'll be up there. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, these guys, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they approach these races, especially since they're not going to be practice or qualif qualifying or anything. Personally, I think they practice a little too much. I think they could turn a lot of these races into just two-day shows instead of, you know, practice qualify Friday and then, and then practice Saturday and then race Sunday. I really think they can condense, consolidate that into two days, just... You know, run you a couple practice sessions, qualify, and then you know line them up to race uh, the next day. I mean, I don't, I, I really think they could save a lot of money. They, they talk about saving money and stuff. Well, I think they could if they just did two day shows instead of these three day shows. Uh, and I know it has to do with these tracks and coinciding with other series that's running that weekend and stuff like that. But um, I think, I think. Less is more, in my opinion. Um, I think you get better quality if you don't try to string it out over three days. Uh, if you just do a couple of days of action-packed stuff, I think the fan gets a lot more value for the 
the money. Um, but anyway, that will be the cup schedule whenever, or the NASCAR schedule when they come back. I think after that, uh, they're pretty much saying that they really want to hit the races on the dates that they're supposed to be run uh, after this little 10-day uh, schedule pops out. Um, but it's I think it's going to depend on the states and where they are with the COVID stuff and all that. So, um, you know, North Carolina and Darlington, South Carolina has, has uh, kind of uh they've kind of the the governors and stuff have kind of give a little leeway for the nascar guys they all started working again uh this this past or yesterday monday uh these cup cup teams were able to get back into their uh shops and start working and stuff and preparing for these uh these this 10-day grueling schedule i mean the cup guys are going to run uh three races and and <laughs> And essentially, uh, let's see here, in seven days. So, um, and four races in 10 days. So, they're going to have to have a lot of equipment ready and cars and stuff like that get ready. And I'm sure that they had a lot of stuff ready anyway uh, beforehand for all this uh, come out. But I'm sure the teams are glad to get back in the shops and get things going again. Um, uh also uh, i know that the the teams will be tested their temperature tested uh taken and they're gonna have to all wear a mask uh face mask and stuff like that at these at these race events and stuff like that um uh, but it'd be cool to see them back out on the track i'm really looking forward to it um i know as a fan myself uh, i you know i've had about all i could take it's like you wait over winter to get everything going again, uh, and that's only from about middle of November all the way to you know middle of February. You gotta gotta wait a couple months to get racing back on the track, and it seems like we got going, and then and then we've been out since you know middle of March, and uh, here we are uh, first week of May now. So it's whew, it's like we got going, and, and you know Formula One. You know, I don't know what they're going to do this year. Uh, they've had a lot of races get postponed, obviously. Uh, a few races have been canceled just because, you know, the government didn't want them to run and, and this or that. So I don't know what Formula One's going to do uh, this year. Um, it's just all, I mean, they're back to like June or July already. Uh, so they're just playing it by ear, obviously. Uh, so yeah, that's the that's the NASCAR stuff. Um, I've got to say for this week. Uh, let's see here. Let me pull up some other stuff here. I'm on my iPad, guys. So just give me a minute here. I'm just kind of going through. Uh, so this weekend, um, May seventh and eighth, I think the. Uh, World of Outlaws are returning uh, for a invitational event to uh, at Knoxville. I think they're going to run Friday night, Saturday night up there. I know a lot of World of Outlaw guys are ready to get going again and stuff. Uh, but uh, looks like Casey Kane is going to be in that event. He's been entered in. Uh, he hasn't raced since about the middle of last year. Um, he had an injury or something and. Uh, there wasn't really any word on what the injury was or anything like that, but he sat out the car pretty much 
most of last year and had James McFadden from uh, Australia drive that car. He won several races in it. Uh, I don't know if they're still going to, you know, have McFadden in there trying to run the full uh, World of Outlaw Series this year or if it's just going to be Brad Sweet, the reigning champion of the World of Outlaw uh, Sprint Car Series. Um, but apparently Casey's going to be running. And then also uh, they uh, the World of Outlaw uh, Sprint Car Series uh, threw out an invitation to Kyle Larson. Um, Kyle, I think, has accepted. Uh, I think he's going to run Friday and Saturday night. Uh, they did make an announcement that he has completed the sensitivity training uh, and counseling and stuff that they required him to do in order to race in the series. So they're satisfied with that. So he's eligible to compete in the World of Outlaws. Uh, one little tidbit I did see today. He has uh, entered all four events uh, that the World of Outlaws have run this year. Um, his best finish has been 16th. He's made three of the races out of the four so he's he's missed one race um didn't make the show on one night but uh so he has competed in all the world of outlaw events uh going forward does he compete in the rest of them this year i would say probably so i'd say he's going to end up running a full world of outlaw schedule this year um also a note that i i saw that uh, kyle larson has uh, posted his current north carolina home uh, for sale for like 1.6 million and then he was actually having a another car, another house new house on the lakefront at lake norman being built uh and i don't think it's complete yet but he's they've listed it for 4.6 million i think uh so he's selling both his houses in north carolina um don't know if that's just because of uh, losing his job with Ganassi and all the sponsors and stuff. I would have to think that he's got some money laying around because he's, you know, he's got these sprint car team and the fact that he's been driving cup for several years. And I'm sure he was getting paid a pretty good penny um, to drive those race cars and stuff. So, uh, I, you know, I, I'm not going to speculate on what that deal's about, but... Uh, the only thing I can think uh, of is maybe uh, he's going to move to Indiana or something like that to, if he's going to run sprint cars all, all year long or something like that. I don't know. So that's the uh, last little bit of Kyle Larson news. It'll be interesting to see how he does up there in Knoxville this weekend, watch him go out and probably win both races. Uh, I'm sure he's going to have uh, um, a lot of ambition and uh fired up about going back racing and stuff so uh we'll see how him and, and and casey does this weekend up at the world of outlaws and of course i will have all those resorts results from the world of outlaw late mall racing events uh next week on next week's uh podcast show i will have a results for those two events um i think so yeah, uh, or no, I don't think I will. So don't worry, I'll have results for those uh, two races. Um, I'm not gonna watch them, but you know I don't have dirt vision. So uh, Sonoya Raceway uh, in Georgia is gonna be throwing a race. Uh, I think Thursday, Thursday night this week. Uh, late model Invitational. It's a un sanctioned no fan event uh, i don't know who all is going to be there i haven't seen a um 
a lineup sheet or anything like that or an entry list or anything like that so um that will be on flow racing and then uh saturday night there's going to be a uh a ump event out at i-55 speedway in peebley missouri uh they're going to be running a super late model show out there I don't know if they're having any, uh, I think it's a no-fan event. I don't know if they're having any support classes or not. Uh, last week, uh, Ray Cook, the promoter for the Southern uh, Southern Nationals Late Mall Series, uh, he has he's a big-time promoter, also a heck of a good little uh, late mall driver. Uh, he opened, he actually run the first late model event uh, since all this started last week at Tri-County Speedway in Brasstown, North Carolina, uh, it was an invitational race. There's only 25 cars that was invited um, to that event. And let me see if I can get some results for that deal there. Uh, let me look on my computer, on my iPad here. Just bear with me, folks. I am going along with this. See if I can bring that up. I watched it on Flow Racing. Um, it was a good race. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Um, you know, I wish it would have been a. Um, hang on a second here. Wish it would have been a. Um, so Sonoya, um, I'll get back to that. Sonoya is running a five thousand win event. Uh, Super Late Mall Special, I-55 and Peebley will post a 7,000 to win May 9th with a 10,000 tail starting bonus. And that will be um, by Carl Chevrolet. Uh, anybody, I guess the fastest qualifier or something or top four qu qualifiers, if they go back to the back uh, at the start of the feature event, they can win an extra $10,000 if they come back up and win the event, which would be really, really cool. And then also Lucas Oil uh, Late Mall Series, they are going to return to action May the 12th and 13th with net, with non-spectator spectator events at Missouri's uh, Lucas Oil Speedway. So they'll be returning in action. And I'll have, all, I'll have the results from Peebley uh, and Sonoya for next week. I'll have the results from the World About Law Sprint Car Shows from Knoxville. So I'll have all those results next week. Um, I was trying to look at the results for the Brasstown, North Carolina race. Um, so I, I'll just, uh, there's a, a couple race wires here. Um, they had the race at Tri-County last week, and it was won by Shane Clanton. Uh, he won that race over, I think, uh, Nono McIntosh. I forget who was third. Uh, Austin Wilson Smith, I think it was. Uh, then Brandon Overton, they run a, a, a race out at Lancaster Speedway. Brandon Overton, uh, he uh, he picked up the win. Um, I think it's a five thousand dollar to win race, and and he he uh, he did pretty good on that deal. And then. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Donald McIntosh won at Boyd Speedway in in Florida. 
Uh, he picked up a $5,000 to win check there. And then uh, Brandon Overton um, beat Casey Roberts on the last lap to win uh, a race at Cherokee Speedway. So there's four races last week. I don't have all the results, guys. I apologize. I just know less the winners from last week. But all these events coming up, I will definitely have results and stuff for you guys uh, on those shows. So we're starting to get cracked crack back up here a little bit, which is good. Um, but yeah, uh, so we went over the NASCAR stuff. We went over the um, dirt stuff so far. We'll get those guys back in action. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to think what else I got to talk about. Four and one, I don't know. Uh, I think the Lucas or uh, NHRA season has been postponed all the way to think September, if I'm correct. I think August or September they're postponed all the way up to there. They don't have a revised schedule yet or anything like that. But boy, that's seventy-five uh, percent of their season is going to be done. Um, and I don't know if we're rescheduling or what, but I'll try to get some more news on that next week. Um, let's see. Talked about dirt racing. Talked about Larson and Kane. Talked about NASCAR. Um, let's see here. Uh, bear with me, y'all. It's not what I want to hit. Wrong bookmark. I'm sorry, folks. They had me tricked. Let's see here. A NASCAR has delayed the release of the 2021 schedule, um, which it should have been released last week or two weeks ago. Um, so they have, let's see here, that's about it on motorsports, let me go hop over here to, uh, let me hop over to, what site was I going to look at, oh, J-Ski, let's pop on J-Ski and see what they got going on, uh, yeah, Kyle Larson, Kane, World of Outlaws, uh, 2021 Cup schedule, I just mentioned it, now expected around July. Um, ARCA's return to racing is still up in the air. Uh, there was kind of some thoughts that they would be racing uh, next uh, a Charlotte race, but I guess that got nixed. Um, let's see here. I'm not going to mention any of the iRacing stuff. It's not worth mentioning just because it's not real racing. Um, let's see here. Really nothing on the, on J-Ski that worth noting. Uh, let me look at a couple other little sites here that I follow. I'm not going to tell all of them to you. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully y'all are doing pretty good. I know this all sucks. What's going on? But, you know, kind of got to deal with it like we got to deal with it. Um, all right, so 
I've got the Lucas Oil Racing, uh, Lucas Oil TV subscription for a year, and I bought that back in January for the Chili Bow. Uh, and I know I can watch several Lucas Oil late ball races on that throughout the year and stuff. But uh, I stumbled upon, and I'd heard about it, but Flow Racing, uh, DirtOnDirt.com, they do a lot of late model races and stuff, pay-per-views and stuff. Well, they were bought by Flow Racing, and Flow Racing is pretty freaking awesome. Uh, they have Flow Films that are 24-7, uh, commercial-free. So, like yesterday, I was watching a... Uh, an old um, Silver Crown race at the Hoosier 100, and it had A.J. Foyt, and it had Mario Andretti, and Al Ernster Sr., and a host of other drivers out there driving. That was really cool, uh, and good good, uh, good footage. Um, but yeah, Flow Racing, uh, they cover all the USAC events. Uh, they cover... Um, all the, let me see here, Flow Racing, come on. They cover all the All-Star Circuit of Champions Sprint Car Series, so all those uh, sprint car races of the All-Star Circuit of Champions that Tony Stewart owns, they're all live on uh, Flow Racing um, like I said, the uh, USAC races are all live on Flow Racing. Um, they also have been covering some of these dirt late model races and stuff. So I'm sure there's some that will be carried on Flow Racing that's not, that, you know, I think that like one of the races last week at Cherokee was, was uh, shown on Dirt on Dirt, but not on Flow Racing. But then uh, the Tri-County race last week uh, with Ray Cook was shown on both Dirt dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing. Um, but yeah, dude, they got all kinds of uh, events and stuff. But one of the cool things about this Flow Racing that I found out is not only do they have the 24-7 uh, uh, coverage and stuff like that... <laughs> But they got like old Thursday Night Thunder. Like you can relive all the old Thursday Night Thunder races. Uh, and you guys that know racing uh, know what I'm talking about there with the USEC guys. And, you know, I was watching a race at Indianapolis Raceway Park yesterday with uh, Tony Stewart, Kenny Irwin Jr., Mike Bliss. Uh, he ended up winning the, the, the race. Uh, so that was really, really cool to watch that. Um, and then last night I was watching Thursday Night Th Thunder from, uh, I think, 1995 from Salem Speedway. I've not watched the whole event yet. I'm, I'm starting, I, I am watching it, but it's the debut race for Tony Stewart and the USAC Midgets, I think it was, or Sprint Cars. So, yeah, I've, uh, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, <laughs> I can't tell you how cool it is to be able to, uh, you know, I could, like, get rid of satellite and just watch all these old racing films uh, on flow 24-7. So, that's really cool, and I like the fact that it has no commercials, no breaks like that, but it's just, man, all these old races and stuff is really cool. I've been watching races from Kokomo. Oh, excuse me. Just all kinds of stuff. Really cool. Uh, let me get my phone out here, and probably after I get done recording this episode, I'm going to be honest with you, 
Oh, Dave is probably going to watch some flow racing. Um, which, you know, is right up my alley. Let's see here. I got to check with my boys here, Doug, Chad, and Scott, and see what else they wanted me to mention. Oh, yeah, so Scott, he showed uh, the, the NASCAR Heat Games, uh, um, the Gold Edition is going to have Tony Stewart on it, and the regular NASCAR Heat Game cover uh, will have Chase Elliott on it um, of NASCAR Heat 5. Let's see here. So, yeah, Chad, I talked about the flow racing. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to really, you guys are getting on me. Yeah, I'm still waiting on that fish fry, Chad. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to think here. What else we got? Man, I hope I'm not missing anything. Oh, yeah. Matt Kenseth returns. I think I talked about that last week, though. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't forget Matt Kenseth's back in the 42 car. How about that? You know, you ain't raced in a year and a half, and you're going to go to, of all places, Darlington Raceway. Start wherever you start at in owner points, and just first lap hammer down. Uh, <laughs> that's got to be, you know, and he, he I mean, I don't know. Uh, he, he might just start in the back, but. Because he hasn't drove in so long. But, I mean, I have to tell you, and this is this is one thing that impressed me about NASCAR guys. Uh, I've been to, I've been to uh, Kentucky Speedway and seen those cup guys. And I went out a few years ago, and Jeff Gordon was like, uh, I think it was the last year he was driving or something. And he, I got to watch some of the cup practice, like their last cup practice. And he was on pit road, and he lined up, and, like, he went out on the track. And, I mean, by the time he got to the start-finish line, I mean, he was full song. It, it was like, and it was the first lap on the track for the day. And that one that's one thing that stuck out to me is, I mean, those guys go out there, and they don't just, you know, go out and kind of half-ass it around the first lap uh, or two, you know, to get a feel for things. I mean, they're flat on the mat, and that that was one thing that really impressed me is, is you know, yeah, they do it in, you know, a lot of dirt cars and stuff like that, you know, dirt lake models. Those guys have got to be flat on the mat because, you know, they've got only so much practice and stuff like that. But, you know, just looking at the Cup Series and stuff and seeing the speeds that these guys run and stuff, and you just go out there flat on the mat, just hammer down, uh, first lap coming around to turn one, uh, you know, on your first time lapping, you're already doing 185 going into turn one, and is it going to stick? You know, I don't know. That just kind of impressed me about uh, when I went and saw that practice that one day, and and the Jeff and and it was a lot of guys. They just go out there and just flat on the mat. I mean, first lap, and a lot of times these guys will set their quickest lap on their first lap of practice. So that to me just kind of baffles me that they can just go out and hammer down. Uh, you know, and, and and it also impresses me that, you know, they can wait, you know, two days for, 
say if they qualified on Friday and they hadn't been in the car Saturday and most of the day Sunday or sometimes even like from Thursday to, you know, a Sunday, you know, the guys ain't been in the cars and they go out there first lap and just hammer down. Uh, that That's what does impress me. I know it's a little odd, but uh, I've always thought that was pretty cool. They just mash the mat, you know, right off the bat and and she'll stick or not, <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, yeah, forgot to mention. Uh, my buddy races Joey Jones. Um, he has graciously adorned the Big Dave's Racing Podcast logo decal on his race car for this year. If we ever do get to race, I'm, I've been chatting with him and Hopefully, we'll get out there and go race. I think we're going to have us a good race car this year. I think we got some stuff figured out, and maybe we'll pick up some wins. But, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else I can talk about, but I don't know. I just hope you all are staying safe and, and staying healthy. That's the main thing. Uh, we'll all get through it together. Um, good Lord has a plan for us all. So, um, man, I just hope. I just hope things can get back to normal a little bit sooner rather than later. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to take a while, though, but I just hope people uh, continue to practice the social distancing guidelines and, and you know, pay attention and pay attention to, you know, um, the elderly and, and, you know, stuff like that and keep them in your thoughts and prayers and stuff and and anybody that's got this stupid virus, um, hopefully, uh, if you do know somebody, hopefully they, they get better. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tough times right now, but you know, like I said, the Lord has a plan and we're going to adhere by it and, you know, just got to praise him for what we have. Um, so well, I think that's enough of me blabbering this week. Uh, again, I promise I will have results for those outlaw shows uh, next week. I'll have results from the the Sonoya race and the UMP uh, race at I-55 for next week. Um, and then, like I said, we're going to get the Lucas Oil guys will be out there next week. And I'll, have, I'll get those, you know, for the following show. And then finally we get some NASCAR going again. I believe we get some NASCAR going and then we'll get a little bit of IndyCar and Formula One and, you know, kind of get everything going again and getting back to normal and people getting out and doing stuff and get campgrounds open back up, stores and everything like that. And we can all get on with our lives and stuff like that. So anyway, I hope you guys have a good week. Um, got any comments, questions, or concerns, you can... Uh, tweet me at my Twitter handle at Big Dave's Racing Podcast. Uh, and you can also send me an email at Big Dave's Racing Podcast at gmail.com. And I don't know of any other thing. Or if you know me and have my number, text me, call me. I don't care. I'm just sitting around here lately. So I'm ready to get back to work myself. So. All right, y'all have a good week, and I'll talk to y'all next week.